Welcome to Unmasking Greatness. This podcast is about unmasking your greatest potential and living a purpose-driven life. If you got value from this episode, you already know. Like, share, and subscribe. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Unmasking Greatness. This is our Friday fire. We're coming at you quick, hot, and heavy today. I don't know why I like saying it like that. Just sounded serious. Passionate. Passionate. Yeah. The fire. I like it. Today, we're going to come at you with actually story time. Mm-hmm. I should have a little bell that does this. We got a good story for you, and Preston's going to read it off. So let's go with it. A father, before he died, said to his son, Here's a watch your grandfather gave me. It's almost 200 years old. I want you to go to the jewelry store in the city and see what it's worth. I want you to sell it and see how much they're going to offer. The son went. They offered a hundred bucks because the jewelry store said it was too old. The father said, we'll go to the city and try a pawn shop. The pawn shop offered 20 bucks because it had a scratch on it. The father said, go to the museum, show them the watch and see how much they'll offer. The son quietly questioned his father's judgment, but he said, okay, he went. The curator offered $375,000 for the rare piece to be added to their antique collection. The moral of this is that the right place will value you in the right way. If you find yourself in the wrong place and if you're getting upset, then it's probably because you're not being valued. So with that, this 200-year-old watch went to a jewelry store, 100 bucks. Pawn shop, 20 bucks. Museum, $375,000. Your self-worth, how people perceive you, you have to be in the right situation, the right environment. That watch to some people was 20 bucks. To the museum, it was worth a lot more. And if you're constantly going through life mad and frustrated, Based on your results, your outcome, and how people treat you. Well, one, why do you keep accepting that? What is your self-worth? How do you view yourself? And if your self-worth is not happy, if you're not happy with your self-worth, if you're not happy with the results in your life, biggest thing is this. I I wish self-worth was wrapped into just saying that you love yourself over and over. Self-worth is saying, I love myself, but that's not self-worth. Self-worth is actually being worthy of loving yourself. What are you doing? Are you doing anything on your day-to-day basis that makes you worthy to have self-worth? Do you have any credibility? Mm. If someone drives down the road and sees a hospital and walks in, the one that's performing the surgery is probably a doctor. He's credible to provide surgeries or to help you with your medical needs because he's a doctor. He has the credentials. What credibility do you have with yourself, Mm. if any at all? Yeah. And that goes into constantly investing into yourself to develop that worthiness, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, I think it comes from one angle. Are you around the right people that are going to value you? Just kind of like that story that you're saying, go to a pawn shop. Of course, they're going to try to go cheap on you, but they didn't value the watch the same way, you know, not only, and then going to, you know, a museum where now they look for pieces like that. They're, Mm -hmm. they're searching for old time pieces that they value higher. But it's also, what do you value it at? It goes personal because when that son got that watch, it's just a watch. But the father already had a high value on it. And also probably because it came from his father, 
passed down generations. I mean, there's an emotional bond to that too, you know? So I think that, that provides, you know, you got to have that emotional tie to whatever that you're doing, but also investing in yourself. I was telling Preston earlier today, you know, I have this rule that I came up for myself with as far as personal development. I call it the 10% rule. 10% of your income needs to go into personal development in some, some level. So it could be, you know, health, you know, physical, maybe it's mental, maybe it's, you know, relationship therapy, you know, wherever you feel like that you need help, 10% needs to go to that. And, you know, so do the math, you know, whatever you're making on an annual basis, 10% is a small chunk to get you way, way further ahead in life. And, you know, especially for myself, like I've been like that as my income grows, obviously that 10% gets higher, but the value that you're receiving from that is significantly at a different level, Mm -hmm. you know, because the perspective and as you grow is different. It's even just like, if you guys read, you know, read books, read it one year, read the same book next year. It's you are mentally at a deeper comprehension level. Mm -hmm. You will pick things out from that book that you're like, ah, I don't even remember reading that last time, you know? And that's the way your life should be. You should be constantly evolving somewhere. But if you are not investing into yourself to be better, you're not one, you're not going to read the book to begin with. You're not going to read it for a second time. But there's no credibility. There's no, no self-worth. There's nothing. No one in life will hate you as much as you'll hate yourself. The intensity and the level of shame and hate that we project on ourselves, no one's going to match that. That's why it's an absolute must that you invest in self-development, that you grow your self-worth. Because you can't tie your self-worth in anything. The self-worth goes into doing hard things, period, into conversation. Your self-worth comes from doing hard things in life. That's when you learn. That's when you grow. That's when you gain the, the credibility, the belief. Facing resistance, whether it's going to the gym, working out, setting a goal for yourself, Doing tough things, that's how you develop the worthiness to love yourself. And it's, in, it's, it's an organic process. I believe when you say you want to start a business and you do it, when you tell yourself you're going to go to the gym in the morning and you do it, when you devote time for your family, when you get home and put the phone on airplane mode and you're present as a mother or a father, as you're doing those things, those deliberate conscious things that you set in place that you said you were going to do, one, you're fulfilling promises to yourself. Two, you're doing those hard things. In that process, you're going to organically develop self-love. You're going to naturally develop confidence. That's how it comes. But you can't expect to have self-worth. You can't expect to have someone else see your self-worth if you don't know your self-worth. Especially from the relationship standpoint. People want to be treated like queens. They want to be a high-value man, high-value woman. But it's like, but what do you bring to the table? Because I believe that we all are worthy. Think about a baby. When we get older and we're adults, naturally, we have to do the hard things to develop that muscle. Your self-worth, your discipline, your emotional fitness. We have to do things to build that. But you're born, you're born worthy. You're innately worthy. A baby doesn't have to try to do something. A baby's already worthy of love. A baby comes out of the womb and doesn't have to look a certain way doesn't have to be born into a certain family. It's worthy of getting love and attention. 
But what happens is I believe it's the garbage and funk that life throws on us. It's the limiting beliefs and it's the paradigm that we start to tell ourselves that pulls us away from our worthiness. You are worthy. There's one of you out of this whole entire planet. There's gifts that you have that no one else have. But I think it's when life gets tough, people hurt you, people say demeaning things, life kind of throws you through the mud. That's when we start to retract from our worthiness. But having confidence in yourself, you know, like you said, you want to, you want to be in a position where you love yourself. You're happy. You're, you know, you're happy with everything that you do in your life for that matter, where other people's opinions isn't going to like just throw you into the ground. But one of the ways, obviously we've talked about this in the past is how to build confidence is keep your word. Mm -hmm. Like you said, if you're going to, if you say that you're going to start a business, if you say that you're going to start working out, if you say that you're going to, you know, be at home with your kids and be present, commit. Because if not, when you're talking to other people, they can feel that energy. I mean, you're a hypocrite, point blank. I mean, that, that, that's point blank, period. If you can't follow through with your word, please, God, do not be telling people to be doing what you're not doing. Mm-hmm. This is why, and I'm sorry, I'm going to be honest again with this one. I will not go to a doctor that is not fit and in shape. Not happening. I'm not going to go to someone that's 100 pounds overweight telling me that I need to be doing certain things in my life to be healthier. And you're not doing it. Yeah. Just because you went to school and got that doctorate degree does not qualify you to tell anybody because you're, you can't even put it into practice for yourself. I'm not going to listen to you. I don't care. You know? And, and we, we had this conversation before the podcast, you know, people buy with their eyes. You know what I mean? So like if you went to a gym and you had a table, you had two trainers there, one's, you know, overweight, sloppy, but he got all his plaques and degrees, national certifications. Mm-hmm. The other guy just graduated high school, but he's fit. He's jacked, you know, energy through the roof. Who are you really going to choose? This guy. Because mm-hmm. even though he doesn't have all these like fancy degrees, this guy practiced what he preaches. Bingo. Again, and we, we did a podcast talking about this and being a leader, but you know, that's, that's what I would be looking for. And that's the same thing in any, every avenue of my life when I'm looking for help to bring value to myself is finding people at a higher level of where I'm trying to improve in my life. You know, it doesn't have to be always like trainers or business coaches, but somewhere where I'm trying to develop myself to build worthiness for myself, I'm looking for people that's, that's done it because they've, they've figured it out, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's. Share it with me, you know? I believe the ultimate test of assessing self-worth is how you feel about yourself when you're by yourself. Mm. That's the ultimate test. If you want to assess your self-worth, your self-love, your self-confidence, are you living the life that you're destined to live? Are you on purpose? Then be by yourself. And how do you feel? If there's deep senses of pain and agitation and your mind's playing tricks on you and you feel uncomfortable and anxious and depressed and your just skin's crawling, yeah. maybe you don't have much self-worth. But if you, feel, if you fulfill those promises to yourself, you're never going to feel those emotions. Life may get hard. We talk about that every week, that life is going to bring a storm at you. Life is going to be difficult and challenging. But regardless of the stress of life, having kids, paying bills, Losing weight, going to the gym, trying to be better. There's always going to be stress and resistance. But regardless of stress and life events, you can sit in a room by yourself and still be happy and fulfilled and love yourself. 
And that comes back to the word that you keep. Yeah. I think that's a, that's something that's, that's a test for you guys. Try one weekend to just not go out with your friends. Can you sit at home on the weekend? You know, you, you did your full days, full weeks worth of work, did your job. And on the weekend, just hang out by yourself. Hmm. If that bothers you, agitates you, you feel like I have to be around people. That's a red flag for me. There's a void. You got a hole in your soul. I'm not saying don't hang out with your friends. That's not what I'm saying at all. Because I think there needs to be time for your friends. There needs a time for date night. There's times for those kind of things. But this is a good test for you guys to see. Like, are you are you happy with yourself? I don't I don't know the the true um, study they did, but the one where they're saying like, would you rather sit in dark for ten minutes or get tased? Electrocuted. Electrocuted. And it was like 30% of women said they'd rather get electrocuted and 60% of men said they would really take an electrical shock to their body than sit in a room by themselves for 10 minutes. That's deep. Mm-hmm. That's, that is wild. But, you know, I mean, think about it. Your worst enemy is your thoughts. Yeah. And if you think about this, be careful with your thoughts because your thoughts turn to your words. Be careful with your words because your words become your actions. Be careful with those actions because those actions become your future. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. And last little thing, reiterating the self-worth. Your level of success will seldom exceed your level of self-development. And that success term is interchangeable. Your level of happiness, your level of fulfillment, your level of success, your level of freedom will rarely exceed your level of personal development. It all goes back to developing you. When you develop yourself as a man or woman, every other aspect of your life is going to get significantly better. It's going to bleed over. That's just how it works. Mm. That's it. I mean, listen, if you guys are listening to the podcast right now, you're already on the right path. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying we're the only podcast to listen to, but it should be. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm biased. <laughs> no, but there's, there's tons. There's tons of other ones that are going to help in different avenues of your life. I mean, we talk a lot about Ed Milet. He has insane amount of great guests. And honestly, you can pull from the guests that he has, look into them because more, more than likely they have a book, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Jay Shetty's another really good one, especially when it comes to relationships. Mm-hmm. He digs deep into those kind of things. Yep. And also, you know, obviously being whole with yourself. I mean, there's, there's tons of different angles when it comes to, you know, these people that are professional in their field and that's free. free. It is free. Free content. You don't have to pay for nothing. All you have to do is turn on the volume. But I also think this, like you said, I truly believe if someone tunes into this podcast, we're going to provide enough stories, relatability, and value that your thought process and your days are going to start to change. But something that I've said is don't be a sideline player. Listening to this podcast is going to get you to the stadium. You're at the game. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You actually got to step on the field and play. You can be a spectator. You can enter the stadium, you can sit, you can watch, you can have a great time, you can take pictures, and you can cheer. That's listening to the podcast. This podcast is getting you to the stadium. Mm. Then you got to implement. Yep. Then you got to put the cleats on, mm. you got to put the helmet on, and you got to go play. The words that we speak, I promise you, are going to help make your life better. We're going to do everything we can to give you tools to make your life better and to allow you to achieve greatness. But you've got to start to play the game. You got to strap up the boots, put your big girl pants on, and you got to face life head on. Because if you learn what we're saying and implement it, 
But like I, I'm getting ahead of myself. Implementation. If you start doing what we're preaching, that's when there's a massive momentum shift. Yeah. That's when your life will drastically start to change way faster than you think. You got to take action. Mm-hmm. I like that. Put the cleats on. Mm-hmm. You know, you could cheer as loud as you want, but is it really getting you anywhere? It'll get you mentally hyped up, but unless you actually take massive action, you are still in the same spot. That's it. And you deserve to be happy. Mm-hmm. You deserve to look yourself in the mirror and be proud. You deserve to wake up and sit in a room by yourself, drive to work, and be at peace. You deserve that. And that falls back under the umbrella of the term of value and self-worth. And your self-worth in 2023 and moving on the rest of your life is determined by your habits, your actions, and the promises that you fulfill to yourself. If you know you need to go to the gym, take your ass to the gym because you're (laughs) you're inflicting more pain by not going and letting yourself down than just setting an alarm at 4.30 in the morning and going. Yeah. Dude, that's, I, I love, you know, in my, in my profession, when we talk to people, you know, I'll always ask them, like, where do you think your life's going to be in the next, like, three, six months, 12 months? Well, I do pretty good at maintaining. No, you don't. No, you don't. You mm-hmm. just told me you put on 20 pounds in the past, like, four months. Mm-hmm. That don't sound like maintaining to me. No. You know? Ah, man, Um, that's a whole nother podcast. But but even too people. So this is a side little tangent. Justification. I see so many people start to get results. They start to lose weight. They're down five pounds. They're down 10 pounds. They went from 36 to a 34. People start to notice the progress. They feel better. Oh, I'm going to eat spinach dip. Oh, I'm going to eat out. Oh, the weekend came. I had a few beers playing golf. It's okay. Why? Why gain momentum just to lose it? Because as hard as it is, and I promise you, when you absolutely lose momentum in life and the e-brake is pulled and the car stops, the momentum of your life stops, it's hard to get that momentum back. Yeah. But when you get the momentum rolling, that's when it's got to compound. That's when yeah. you got to move even faster. But so often people start to get a taste of results just to say, huh, it's okay. It's just one burger. It's just one beer. Hell with that. If it's just one beer, then why drink it? If I'm going to drink beer, <laughs> you better give me six or seven because I want to feel a buzz. Yeah. If I'm just going to drink 12 ounces of a beer and not get any buzz or feel anything from it, what's the point? Yeah. The peer pressure, man. I, I, I don't drink at all anymore. No. I just don't feel like there's a point. I don't want to feel like trash. I don't want to lose time in my day the next day trying to recover. Hell, half the time I don't even like the way that it tastes. You know, for me, it's just not, it's not for me. And I'm not saying don't ever drink. But I'm saying if it's not helping me progress in anywhere in my life and if, if it's bringing me back, right, pulling the e-brake up because that's what it's doing. It's slowing me down. I can't think. I might make a bad decision. Mm-hmm. The next day I have to take a full day recovery because I'm not 21 anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I just – I don't want to do it. No. I don't want to do it anymore. So I, I relate – I correlate the pain associated to what I'm about to do to what's the outcome like – is, is there any positive outcome that's going to come and out of And how am I going to feel the next day? Yeah. Because I ain't got time for that. Because when you start to look at it like that, that should help you make that decision. Mm-hmm. And research is coming out now. There's a world-renowned psychiatrist who's doing pe- uh, spec scans. They're scanning the brain and actually finding that people that consume alcohol, it reduces the function of every lobe of your brain. Mm. The brain's pretty important to your overall function. I want a good brain. Yeah. I don't want to poison my brain. Why do you get drunk? It's poison. 
There's resistance. That's why you get drunk. And nothing against drinking. This is a side little tangent. But I also realize that the level of function, the level of fo- focus that I want to maintain, it's really high. Yeah. And I refuse to do anything that's going to pull that away. I've started sleeping with mouth tape on. It's called hostage tape. <laughs> Research is coming out about how beneficial it is to breathe through your nose and how we don't breathe through our nose. People are mouth breathers. I've been sleeping with mouth on or tape on my mouth. I want to do anything I can to maximize my function, my mental clarity, and the energy that I experience in my life. Because if I want to get to the next level of success, self-worth, you know, reaching my goals, self-love, whatever it may be, it's not coincidental. It's adding in all these pieces to make me 1% better, 2% better, leveling up. And the biggest thing is if you're doing all these little things, that's the shit no one else is doing. Yeah. If you're sitting in a sauna, if you're reading books, if you're taking ice baths, if you're waking up at 4.30 in the morning, if you're doing daily gratitude, if you're meditating, if you're journaling, guess what? Not a lot of people's doing that shit. What does that mean? You're going to be better than them. I'm not trying to be better than the person next to me. But if I'm constantly doing the things that you're not doing, there's going to be a separation gap. I'm going to be more equipped. I'm going to have more credibility. I'm going to bring more value to the table. I'm going to have more control over my emotions. I'm going to be more disciplined. That's free. Yeah. Big facts, dude. You want to, you want to develop mentally and physically, you know, and emotionally, spiritually, in all angles. I don't think it's good to just focus on one area. You can't. It's impossible because you have. You have and I have. Yeah. I only focused on my physical well-being, and that's when I was the most miserable in my life because everything, my fulfillment, my self-worth, was wrapped into the amount of abs I had. Mm. And it sucked. And I was empty because I was walking around like a zombie. I had six perfect abs. I thought I was going to have a perfect body, but I was like, who the freak am I? I'm miserable. Yeah. It's not. It's it's nurturing the physical. It's nurturing the mental. The mental controls more than anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's regulating and maturing the emotions. Like and that. then the biggest thing is you got to be guided by a higher power. Faith is everything. There's, mm-hmm. This is something I just learned about, and this will be the last little nugget for your Friday fire because we're coming at you hot and heavy. <laughs> a doctor in Switzerland did a bunch of studies with cancer, and he found that people who had stage four cancer that should have never lived, somehow they survived, but it fell back that they had hope, they had a reason to live, and they had faith. And there was people that were diagnosed with a very minor cancer that should have lived, that ended up dying. Because they had no faith, no hope. There was nothing to live for, and they gave up. You can overcome all odds. And you can, you can overcome any adversity in your life if there's a big enough why. If you're living for something bigger than you. If your life has a purpose. Think about it. You're willing to do anything for your child. If you have a faith in a higher power, if something's guiding your life, that's going to give you more strength than anything to overcome challenges in life. Your faith, your emotional capacity, emotional fitness, emotional maturity, the mental game, the thoughts in your head regulate everything. Then having a strong physical body, because like you said, we buy with our eyes. Mm-hmm. And what do you want people to see from you? Some fat, lazy slob? Yeah. Or do you want to have someone look at you and say, man, you look great. Physically, you're in shape. you got a good posture. You have confidence, your stature. I- I'd love to look like you. You can 
Just when that alarm goes off, don't hit snooze. Get your ass out of bed. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's your Friday fire. <laughs> you better not hit the snooze and turn this turn this podcast on. There you <laughs> Get go. you guys rolling. But look, you are worthy for love, for happiness, for fulfillment, for joy, for whatever you want in life. But you got to fulfill those micro promises to yourself. Big facts. Hope Have an awesome have. freaking weekend, guys. Awesome. See y'all.